Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Three lies, one promise, nothing but betrayal. The relationship between politicians and sociopaths is astounding. Using the useful idiots called leftists who will never hear the truth because they like their demons. Last count before Congress, when I looked, were 36 anti-gun bills, including the demonic brain-dead Feinstein, or Feinstein, the assault weapons ban that she's been pushing for many years, all to disarm the American people to the enslavement, to bring in the transition of this enslavement to make things easier for the cabal. Once the people are disarmed, communist rule advances. Just look at Canada, New Zealand, Australia, and even California, including the states of New York, and not to forget Chicago, Illinois, where some of the highest crime, some of the most bizarre stuff that happens, and looting right now is massive among stores in these states, any blue state. Look at these states now under Democratic occupation, because that's what it is. Look at San Francisco. Mayor George Moscon, if I'm pronouncing it right, and city supervisor Harvey Milk were assassinated, and Feinstein, being on the city council, who had just joined the city council, assumed mayor. Now, doesn't seem, does that seem like a, a coincidence? Does that seem like possibly a setup? Because right after that, remember San Francisco had these wonderful uh, trolley cars, it was a beautiful place, uh, rich with history. The Navy had facilities on the, on the docks for uh, interacting with RCA Corporation for communication and various things. And, and these were all wiped out. They were all removed because of a mayor that did not have our best interest in mind. So anyways, she wiped everything out and put in place new restrictions on the city that forever destroyed its beauty. You know, when people like Feinstein, Feinstein are put into position, and I could make a statement here, but I'd probably lose half of the women in my audience, that someone like her, being a Goldman, by the way, we, we know what that heritage is, that they're just not, you know, when, when someone is antisocial or a sociopath, they're not part of the big picture. They have their own agenda, but they're actually self-destructive because everything that they do comes back on them in time. Maybe not immediately, maybe some over the years because we haven't come to the end yet, have succeeded and lived a good life, but... Their second death is what is going to be their punishment. Now, moving on to become a senator representing that district in 1992 in a special election. The first move, as I mentioned before, was the assault weapons ban. Now, old and unable to even function, the last video that I saw of her, she was so uh, out of it. She was on another planet. 
I believe she was even in a wheelchair. And I don't remember what they were voting on, but she had no concept, no idea of what was going on. And her aides, and, the, and sh this, this vote should have been disqualified, by the way, her aides told her what to say, and it was, you know, say yes, say yes. So she looks up and says yes. She has no idea what she's voting for. It should have been disqualified. These and more are running our country, these types of people, here on September 09, 02, 2023. I'm Scott Hensler. Now, I didn't do the show yesterday. Some things came up. Uh, there was, uh, I, I'm trying to, to cover the property of a, of a, a friend who has died. And there had been some things take place that were not, uh, on the up and up and I'm trying to help get that straightened out and so my time was consumed yesterday and I just ran out of time so we'll do it today we've got this long weekend here in America and before I get going thank you for your support and please on please pass on the shows since we're all in this together everything that I do and and try and piece together is to make sense of everything now you can't make sense of things that don't make sense but, you know, my wife and I were just talking this morning. She was asking me some questions. And, uh, and men tend to be fixers. And this was kind of what the subject is. And, and we all tend to want to put our two cents in to a person's problems. And one of the problems that men have as being fixers, and women have their others, and, and maybe I'll talk about that, but... When there's a time that we should be a listener, regardless of what your opinion is, regardless if you think you have the answer, just be silent and be still and listen to what the person says. And I, I had to learn this when it comes to deliverance. So people would come into my office and I would interview them and they'd, you know, come in and sit down and had a questionnaire and this would lead this way and it would lead that way. And sometimes if if I allowed it, we would go down rabbit holes and never get anything done, so I would have to intervene and I would have to inject. But as a whole, it's very important to listen. Now, one of the problems that I want to talk about real quickly before I get going in our conversation this morning with my wife is that we tend to try and keep the peace at any cost. We sell ourselves out. We compromise, right? And so right now, what, what they're trying to do is to have us to conform to the new mask mandates and the, the vaccines that they're going to push, which will probably really do a number on people this time around for sure. And it's... It, as I said on the last show, none of us who have been conformist or who have gone along with the program when it comes to hostile takeovers, when it comes to infiltration of communism into a country, by, by being um, willing to allow things to take place, thinking that they're never going to go as far as they do. And, th and this is one of the problems with being in a relationship with a narcissist or sociopath. That's not who you are. And so you have no concept of, of the depths of evil that these people will go to. They don't care about you. They're not capable of really loving anybody. And for the normies, for those you know that are in the middle and, and want a good life and want to be just left alone, it's hard for us to, to comprehend, to understand that, or to put it in, in a perspective that... We can say, hey, this is not the kind of person that I want to be around. Because it can come in small bits, small increments, and it can build up till you finally don't even know who you are. And a lot of you know what I'm talking about. And when it comes to politicians, when it comes to politics, you know, the, the theme on this is, uh, you know, I'm from the government, I'm here to help you. Well, that's a lie. No big government has ever been there to help the people. And so people like the prima donnas in Congress and the White House, the demons have come home to roost. 
And and so when you try and appease someone, when you try and do things that say, hey, we have time, we can get through this. You know, when, when the mask mandates came out, you know, a couple years ago, I remember talking to some people who I would call normals, normies, and they go, oh, it'll pass. You know, we'll get through this. You know, in six months, we'll be back to, well, you know, here we are all these years later, and now we're heading for the cliff. And as I have said many times over the years, Satan will put you out like a spent cigarette when he's done with you. And so these prima donnas in Congress and the White House, like uh, Biden, they're done. And that's what I want to talk about here, is the fact that there's the demons have come in, they've set up camp, they've used them. The person that they used to be slowly each day melted away. And as I define this, like dementia does not necessarily mean that the person has done anything wrong and it's their punishment because some people have said that and and I've never said that my my point you know I had a, a beloved family member that had dementia well that was first diagnosed as Alzheimer's and I whenever I would be with them and lay hands on them and pray they would snap out of it from not being able to to put a sentence together, not able to fully comprehend something that was said to them, now all of a sudden speaking as they did 10, 20 years earlier in, in a complete comprehensive uh, frame. I mean, it's amazing. And then slowly slip back down again. And then the COVID thing finally took them out, and it had nothing to do with COVID itself. We know what was going on. But it can mean that a person can have a curse. Now, I had the opportunity to break the curses, which, since I was in the bloodline, meant breaking them off of me. And that was an opportunity that took me across the United States on a 5,000-mile there-and-back journey to do this, because I knew that I had one last opportunity to be there, to lay hands, to break the curse, and to put a covering out over myself to make sure that my doors were closed, but my, my, my children and my grandchildren. And this is what we should all be doing. But when you have people like, like, uh, like Biden and, and these other people, they don't care. They're godless. And time has gone by with them doing so much evil, they've been turned over to a debased mind. Their conscience is seared. And so they're not here for us, you know, they're in the government, they're not here to help us. And it, but what it does mean in their particular circumstances is that curses are in place, <coughs> excuse me, because look at Biden's son, he's cursed, he's done. The drugs have gotten him so bad, he's done so many bad things, he's been in so much perversion when it comes to um, to the child trafficking, you know, and, and everything that these people are involved with and the people that he's, he's done things with and the transfer of demons, he's done. So curses and demons have not been removed from them and will not be removed is in part of one of the symptoms that we're seeing is their behavior. So it may look like dementia. It may look like Alzheimer's. It may look like uh, bipolar. It may look like, you know, you, you, you know, when people tweak, right, when they're doing drugs or flacca, right, when you see the people just absolutely going crazy on the ground and, and, uh, and they really are seeing the spirit realm like a schizophrenic does. But it's a paranoia and, and they're freaking out because they have no control of themselves. The demons are all around. They're poking, they're prodding, they're biting, they're, they're, doing everything crazy in the world, and that what that is what lies ahead for for these people. The mind is a battle zone. The brain is the house of thoughts. The body contains the spirit, and the soul is basically a compilement of all of the above. 
The old rags, sometimes called the old guard, like Feinstein, Pelosi, Biden, McConnell, and other aging politicians, their time is up. And it's scary because before us, we're virtually witnessing the demons take them over. Their souls for some right before or, you know, before our eyes, right before our eyes, have already been transferred. Their souls are gone. Those, you know, that they still have their spirit because they haven't witnessed death yet. But they are in the beginning of this this transformation of complete manifestation of the demons coming up. And if you've listened to me for any length of time, I talk about how during a manifestation, like during a, a deliverance, a demon will pop up. It doesn't mean that the person is, quote, possessed. It means that those things that were hidden are now exposed, and God is allowing me or having the person experience the true evil that's with him. How many of you don't drink because you're a mean drunk or you can't hold your liquor? You, you either black out, you become violent, or your personality changes so badly that you've just decided, you know what, I can't drink or I'm going to end up in jail or I'm not going to be able to keep my marriage together or, or I don't want to lose another job. Well, newsflash, that's actually who you are. The alcohol comes in and takes what you have for uh, a constitution and it brings those walls down and allows that ugly personality to come up. And see, this is part of what consecrating yourself to Jesus Christ is about. That we get rid of the old man, that we get rid of these things that are in us. And it it doesn't mean that because you didn't get everything clean, that you're not saved. It doesn't mean that you're damned to the second death. But what it means is that you're never really going to complete what God has for you. And, and that is huge, because the Great Commission, what we've been put here for, and as I've said before, it is no mistake that we are alive in these days, and so we have a job to do. So those like Pelosi and, and Feinstein and all the others, their spirits are still in them, which brings life, but their souls are gone, and they are in the beginning of having this transition that their vessel, their body, now houses the demons and only the demons. And as I said earlier, when Satan's done with you, he'll put you out like a cigarette. And that's what these demons are doing. So that means there's going to be a change. They know that these people were done. They, they you know, the, the, the cabal, even the, the fallen angels who were actually orchestrating this whole thing, And so, you know, originally they were befriended and by these demons and thought that they could give them power, that they could give them wealth, they could give them popularity, they could give them, you know, they could give them whatever they wanted. And the devil comes calling. The devil comes home for breakfast. You have to pay the bill for, for this. And we're seeing these older generation of politicians that that there was a, a great selling out of of America many years ago, uh, definitely way way before the Cold War, but probably really accelerated. And then when the '60s, you know, came along, you know, like Pelosi, that's where she sprung out of. Same thing with Feinstein, that uh, that there was a mass selling out, and so now there's this group of people that are at this certain age that their time is over with and not now are at the no longer able to sustain themselves. They're not at the wheel. They're not, they're not driving anymore. Their, their drone is basically going off of a cliff. The demons did this to the pigs 
and Matthew 8.32. Okay, let me go back over this now. <clears throat> the demoniac. When Jesus spoke to the demoniac and said that we are legion, that what he did when he did a casting out, he cast out thousands and sent them into the pigs. The, the, pig, the demons actually requested it. But Jesus outsmarted them. And he went ahead and did it anyway in Matthew 8.32. And so as the demons went into the pigs, what did the pigs do? They ran down the hill and they drowned themselves. The demons did not die. They were free to now move on to someone else. Because Jesus hadn't died on the cross yet. He's going to return and as I said before, that there's a certain amount of demons that are allowed on the earth. So as it said in, in their beginning, have you come here before our time? No, it wasn't their time yet. I hope that makes a little more sense. And so we're seeing this with the politicians. They're going to be running down the cliff and committing mass suicide, which really in reality is the dementia, the Alzheimer's, their inability to function. And, and by the way, the same thing happened to President Johnson. Johnson, in his last days, was, you know, he was, a, he was a, a sexual predator. He was a pervert. He was everything that these politicians that we think of them as. And having many skeletons in his closet, just like the Clintons, that the demons came home to roost. And so dementia, Alzheimer's, insanity, craziness, that he had to be committed privately because he was being such a pervert that he would do acts of things publicly that were unacceptable. And so what it is is, like I said, the demons come in, they set up camp, they take over, they befriend the, the, uh, the vessel, you know, the person, and then they... They just uh, whittle away at them. So the more sins that you do, there's a point in time where it breaks the straw that breaks the camel's back. And that is what we're seeing. So we are watching in slow motion a form uh, of cleansing that's taking place, in a sense, because God's allowing this to happen. Nothing happens unless God says that it's okay to happen. It's part of the plan. And then we're watching the pigs drown, and it's not a pretty sight. But this, the, the killing, the, the mass suicide of the, of the pigs was also a punishment to those who own the pigs on, on uh, the demoniac island, that this was a form of unclean food. And so it was a sin of the time to, to do such a thing. But in any case, this transition is going to be painful for us. So the old rags, the old guard, the prima donnas, the Pelosi's, the Bidens, even the Clintons, because remember Hillary? Remember how she was acting at the at the last election? Remember that she actually virtually had to be thrown into the back of a van? And then one of her doubles shows up 45 minutes later with a different figure, different body style a big smile on her face, looking 20 years younger. And, um, and, and so the game begins. And what I mean about being painful for us is to watch these monsters suffer. Uh, and, and, you know, I don't want anyone to suffer. God wishes that no man should perish. But if God is allowing it because of their their unrepentant sin, I guess I'm okay with that. And I've said this before. If you're going to do something that is absolutely against God, that is an abomination, it's like uh, blaspheming the Holy Spirit. That's an unpardonable sin. Once you do that, you're damned. Even if you're a Bible-believing Christian and you decide to do such a thing, there is no return. Now, the good news is, if you're a Bible-believing Christian and you've given yourself to Jesus Christ, that's not even a thought. 
And so I'm okay with these things that take place, even though they're extreme and will mean the second death. But it also shows us that others are controlling their actions in the government. So these prima donnas, these ones that are before us acting as if they have Alzheimer's, that really are demons just causing them to completely fade out. There are other people behind the scenes using them to control our government. Now, just understand that, that these people no longer have a mind of their own anymore. Someone else is virtually pulling the strings. So it's hard to take knowing we are being deceived. Because we're all affected by this. And don't think they don't have others in the wings ready to replace them. You know, if you thought Pelosi and, and Biden and, and, and McConnell and, and all these others are bad, this, this second B team that's coming in, you know, just like a football team, you've, you know, you've got your primary line and you've got the, the people that come in to, to, to fill in the gap. These that are coming in have been more ritually abused, have probably been finer tweaked and programmed. And just as we see the governor of California who has no soul, and they're prepping him for the candidacy for the presidency, I should say. And if we, if this guy gets in office, he'll make Biden look like a Sunday school teacher. That's how bad this next generation is. So the ones being replaced and the ones replacing them is just going to make things hell. Having their own demons, by the way, and... Never forget when it comes to those who are up, you know, let's say the ladder and, and politics and the New World Order and, and, and so forth. It isn't just demons and even the higher echelon of demons because there is a pecking order of demons and demons don't even like each other. That's a whole other story. But in either case, fallen angels. Remember, you've, some people mix fallen Demons with fallen angels, no, they're, they're completely separate. And so the fallen ones that were once in the presence of God, who saw the truth, who decided to rebel, who went along with Lucifer and fell, they've got a bone to pick. And so by them coming in to people like Biden and Pelosi and Feinstein and Feinstein, and, and it's, uh, it, it means that they're eventually going to transfer over to this next generation who are prepped, whose souls have already been removed. Though they have their spirit, they're going to be even meaner than the first group of people. So anyways, the demons and the old rags will eventually leave. They'll leave even before death and transfer to the new. And it's probably already taken place. There may be a couple of demons left that are keeping the lights on, so to speak. Uh, but then there'll be a, a complete bailout. And as I said, this transfer may have already taken place. And the new guard, and without anyone being at the wheel, this dementia, as we see with McConnell, is really showing and rearing its ugly head. And it's it's very sad. Now, let's look at Trump. He seems to be at the top of his game. Remember when he was active in the WWE wrestling, the American Professional Wrestling and Entertainment Company? You think it is by mistake or some coincidence that he got a... a, a you know, attached to the WWE. He, Trump, even went toe-to-toe -to -toe with Vince McMahon in 2007 in front of 85,000 fans taking down McMahon. If you Google that, if you haven't seen the video, this is nothing more than playing the bad guy, you know, and then Trump being the good guy coming after McMahon being the victor. 
So professional wrestling is really no difference than politics. And we know that those in the cabal, the New World Order, the occult, that they tell us what they're going to do ahead of time. And as I've pointed out before, who Trump really is and who he really works for, that this was this is nothing more than a tag team match. Or he loses one match and then, you know, 85,000 people come back and pay their tickets to watch the second match. And then he wins this time. Trump was allowed, by being the victor, to shame McMahon by shaving his head in front of those 85,000 people. And so the humiliation of Biden is taking place. He has, he's spent, he's that, he's that cigarette that's burned down to the butt and it's being thrown down and stepped on. That's what's going to happen. And as I mentioned about the occult letting us know, this is nothing more than being orchestrated. It's theatrical. Do you think the wrestling match we are seeing is nothing more than another choreographed WWE show? It sure looks like it to me. Now, my wife, it's funny because someone posted uh, a video on, on BitChute for Glow. My wife, in her younger years, was a Glow girl. She was only 18, 19 years old. And GLOW stands for Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling. Now, when she was 18 and I was uh, in my late 20s and 30s, she's younger than I am, I was pretty much a man whore. So if anyone wants to say, you know, how could you be involved with someone who was in such a thing, there was a time that I was an enemy of God myself. And all of us do things that in time... Now, there's no regrets for her of what she did. It actually was quite entertaining. It had its place, you know. Um, but uh, what we all grow out of it. We all come to a point where we're not going to be involved in such things anymore. And the same thing with myself. When I came to Christianity, it was in 93. So I was already an adult. I was already a father and already had become, uh, was, was going to become a grandfather. And so the, what's in the past is in the past. And as Paul tells us, don't look back, repent, move forward. And so she was involved with the gorgeous ladies of wrestling. And the reason that I bring this up is she continually reminds me that the show or the match uh, needs the emotion of the spectators appealing to each one by good guy, bad guy, or the character of the one that's in the match. Notice that there's definite personalities, differences that we're seeing with this wrestling match in politics. One looking like they're winning and the other being beat. Then at the last minute, the one being beat gets up and takes his foe to the mat. I must say, once I started looking at politics like this as the WWE, things really came to light. And it is amazing. So I believe that everything that we're seeing, Trump being indicted, you know, going to court, being prosecuted, being this, being that, is all part of the wrestling match. I can see I am watching the New World Order World Wrestling of Entertainment Company. Look, Trump now changing his stance on COVID is like the cavalry coming in at the last minute and saving the wagon train. So he's doing a complete 180 on COVID, on the vaccines, on the mandates, when he screamed out how he was the father of vaccines, how he went along with the mandates, how he basically got millions of people who believed in him to take the vax. But before victory and losing the fight, the wolves and the mountain lions and the bears before us are virtually coming in. You know, what a show. We're seeing this circus. The crowd is on its feet. 
because of these indictments. And the guy gets the girl and time to celebrate. That's what they're trying to portray. That's what they're doing before us. But it's not going to be like that. For God has overcome evil through Jesus Christ. But right now, we're being led to believe that good has overcome evil. But at the end of the night, the players... So think about this, and and I learned this the hard way. When I was going through the problems way back with uh, with a, a wife that uh, had some some severe issues and and uh, this massive ugly horrible terrible divorce and and uh, the attorneys sucking the life blood money out of both of us that prior and even during court dates the battle begins and they're throwing darts at each other and they're doing this and that and then when it was all over with for the round three, whatever it was at the time, and we went out the door, uh, her attorney came over and basically said, so so you going to come over this weekend with a wife and we'll do some burgers? I'm like, my jaw dropped. You guys acted like you were at each other's throat trying to, you know, you were defending me and he was defending her and what a bunch of, you know what? And it really woke me up to seeing... Now, I even had a friend out of high school who... Um, he was the class president, you know, and he was, he was the, the, the A personality, and everyone liked him. And, and he got a scholarship for Arizona State University. And he, his father was a very successful accountant, and he wanted to be an attorney, my friend. And so he goes on to Arizona State University with a scholarship. And he went a couple semesters and then changed it to art. And I didn't see him for a couple years. And, and we crossed each other's paths. And this was a few years ago. And I said, I said, why did you quit being an attorney? I mean, what, you know, why did you drop out of law school and, and go into to art? He said, because I realized that I had to lie. No matter what I thought of the circumstance, and though that, you know, you're innocent till proven guilty, but this has all changed anyways, where we're talking 20, 30 years ago or more, that he said, I couldn't do it. I realized that in order to do my job, that I had to be someone else than what I was. Whether I believed right or wrong or whether I believed uh, the person was guilty, I still had to defend them. And I, I get that, but at the same time, that's a hard pill to swallow. And I think only certain types of people can do such things. And you'll notice that a lot of the politicians were, were lawyers, like, like the Clintons. Now, there are good attorneys out there. I knew one that, uh, that uh, God bless him, I, 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 it's been so many years, I don't even think he's with us anymore. But I could always rely on him to tell me the truth and be a straight shooter. But the majority, and, and I'm going to slam some real estate agents, I, I think real estate agents fall into that same group as attorneys. I don't trust any of them as far as I can throw them. I've been screwed over so many times with real estate agents. And it's, it's a shame you know, just as, as Jesus tells us, uh, husbands, love your wives. You know, ladies, women, respect your husbands. Well, why did Jesus have to tell us that? Well, women don't respect their husbands, so they had to be told. And men don't necessarily love their wives, so they had to be told. So there's a, a, a reaction or a type of personality or just who we are because we're fallen, because we're fallen, that we behave this certain way. But for one to choose to continue to be one that is not in honesty, because Scripture even says that one who practices such things will not inherit the kingdom of God, or all liars will have their turn in the lake of fire. So we have to be very careful about how we move forward. And these politicians apparently didn't get the memo. 
So the players go out and have a beer together, celebrating the money they just made and patting each other on the back for what a great performance they just gave in the game. And when I saw this with the attorneys, and now the time has gone by, and it was over 20-something years ago, I have a different perspective. I have a different view. And then with my wife being in GLOW Wrestling and bringing to light the, the, the choreographed uh, uh, theatrics that's taking place in the ring, we virtually are seeing this in politics. So start to look at the events we have tickets for and have paid a lot of money as wrestling entertainment matches. Okay. I hope that made sense. Um, what well, you know, what can I say? Politicians, and, and by the way, politicians don't necessarily have to be very well educated. They don't necessarily have to to be one that uh, that you know intelligence or high IQ doesn't mean that they're wise. There's a big difference there, and politicians really should be the common people who are wise, and not one who's been educated beyond their intelligence. I guess is what I'm trying to say. All right, moving on. Once again, concerning children like the Sandy Hook and now Maui, things really just don't add up. I have no answers, but something is rotten in Denmark, as the saying goes when it comes to Maui. Where are they? A lot of people are asking. So let's keep asking this question, because I have theories you know, I have speculations, I've heard things, I've seen things, I've seen many videos. My mind is not made up, though, that I, you know, kind of have a, in my crawl what's really going on. But anything right now is possible, especially today. And the bottom line, no good news will come via the answer. Because this is so diabolic, this is so evil... You know, the Sandy Hook thing and, and what, uh, um, what, what took place there, you know, and Alex Jones being sued ridiculously and, and, and not defending Alex Jones because I, I want to quickly mention something that he said that was another confirmation that I, uh, I, I, I'm confirmed to who he is. But in either case, the children, whether they've been kidnapped whether they were many, you know, many of them had to have died. There's no question. But the majority or the quantity of these children, where are they? The incineration that took place, you know, the temperatures, as I mentioned before. Now, of course, children are small. Their, their bodies don't contain the amounts of water that an adult does. But there's always going to be some remnant, something left behind. Now, I did... You know, many years ago, I, I was involved in crime scene, uh, you know, homicide, evidence retrieval, man tracking. I did this for a long time, and, and so I learned a few things. Now, you know, it wasn't, wasn't too much involved when it came to, you know, to arson. That wasn't my bag, though learning some things. There's something wrong here. But in either case, these children, whether they've been kidnapped, the majority of them, whether they've been sold off, whether they really did perish, we need answers. But unfortunately, because of the way things are, we'll probably really never know the truth. And that is really a shame. Okay, moving on. I'm, I'm very concerned of the behavior of people today. Now, I mentioned earlier that I was involved in... Uh, uh, a friend of mine who had passed away, some things that had been done with his property. I won't go into it until things are somewhat resolved. But in either case, people will do what they're going to do. You know, I talked about, you know, how alcohol brings out the real true personality in a person. And and by the way, if if that is really you, you need to work on yourself. Because anything that's ugly... Don't worry about being ashamed uh, to the point where 
the condemnation comes from evil, just understand that your conviction, which comes from the Holy Spirit, should bring you on a path that 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 brings you to a point where you don't want to be this person anymore. I mentioned that about myself. It wasn't who I was, but it was who I became that to, that God allowed to see myself like a movie, being outside myself and watching this and being being absolutely horrified and that there was a great change that took place because I did not want to be that person. But unfortunately, the desperation One's back against the wall, no place to run, no place to hide. The fear of death and the fear of pain and the fear of loss, the fear of itself, fear of fear itself can cause people to do things they would not normally do. And I'm, I'm very concerned that we are coming to a point that the escalation, uh, the acceleration the amount that is taking place, I'm bringing this all up because we as a whole are dealing with waiting for the other shoe to drop. Now, it's funny where that term came from. My understanding it was had to do with uh, living in the, the tight quarters in New York and high-rise apartment buildings and and being of cheap construction that when someone came home from work and they were tired and took their shoe off, the people below could hear the shoe drop. And so they would hear one shoe drop, and they would all be still and quiet waiting for the other shoe to drop, as long as they had two legs, right, two feet. They weren't an amputee. And so this kind of stuck, meaning that when you're in a situation where you know that something bad is going to happen, and demons will put you in that position where... You, um, you you operate in fear, impending doom. You you think that maybe you've done something wrong that uh, that God will never forgive you for, and so you're waiting for execution. This syndrome brings in PTSD, post traumatic stress disorder, and other abnormal behaviors. And so right now, we're really a broken nation. And with these mandates coming back, forced vaccines, the financial crash, death of those around us, and especially those that were beloved to us, whether they were vaxxed or not, because there seems to be an acceleration of every of everyone in, in any case, wears on us, wondering if we're next, wondering whether the ones that we care about or that we're that uh, we're tied to financially, are they going to die? Our government are liars. They're tricksters, even assassins. How do we as a normal people deal with this in our souls, in our minds, in our spirits? It's very, very difficult. And so with those that still have their doors open, that have been infested with fear demons, paranoia, uh, ladies and gentlemen, if, if you're still smoking marijuana, you have paranoia, paranoia demons. And it's not a good thing because it means that men's hearts will fail them for fear for those things coming upon the earth. And if you haven't closed your doors and you haven't put yourself right with God, at least making the attempt of it, consecrating to oneself, right? Moving forward, trying to get rid of this, this, uh, uh, behavior that is unpleasing to God. Well, unfortunately, as a whole, we really don't. We were not made to deal with evil. Now, it's Christ who's in us that allows us to stand against the wiles of the enemy. Not on our own accord. Not on our own uh, uh, thoughts and abilities. Now, it may work for a time, because your constitution can stand against different things. And I talked about how there was a point in time long before I became a Christian that the chemicals that I worked with, I didn't understand why they were making me sick. And I wasn't sleeping and I became insomniac. And, and, and uh, so the, the fear demons came in. thought I was losing my mind. 
So I had these anxiety attacks that virtually made me think that I was going to die, I was going to have a heart attack, and that I was losing my mind. And so we're not made to deal with these things. It's not who we are. Most normal people want to be left alone. And so this means that in order to survive without Christ, then we adapt certain behaviors. Or like Jezebel's will, at a point in time in their life, because of the hurts and the wounds and the things that have been done in the family and so forth, will take an oath. I will never allow another man to hurt me again. I will never allow another woman in my life. These oaths, which are contrary to what Jesus said. Jesus said, let your yes be yes and your no be no. Anything other than that comes from the evil one. And so right now, because of the circumstances in our lives, people are taking these oaths. And they're doing it in fear. And we're told to fear not. And being in fear is actually a sin, especially if we're in Christ. But evil does not play well with others. And so it's going to continue, even though we may conform, we, we may say to the demons, because I've had people do that, say, you know, well, I, I made a deal with the demons that if they leave me alone tonight and I get some sleep, that uh, they can pick up where they left off. To, oh, don't do that. Please don't do that. Because they'll, they'll, you, you give them an inch, they take a mile. They'll give you enough rope to hang yourself. Evil demons do not play well with others. It's like a bad relationship, being under an abusive parent or spouse. If we could just walk away, we would. But demons do not allow that to happen. Curses do not allow that to happen. Stockholm Syndrome is demonically controlled. And so, whether you can classify this, but it is a, it's post-traumatic stress, and I've said this before, is the devil's playground. And, I, and I've described it, I won't go into much more of it now, but... In either case, that when we lose control, that our faculties are no longer in alignment, that we lose who we are in God and Christ, that we're being thrown to and fro, like the waves of an ocean. And this means that we can be played. It means that we can be forced into a direction because we avoid pain and whatever it takes to avoid that pain. And because of this behavior, we actually set ourselves up. But as a whole, as a nation, as a population, as citizens of a particular town, a particular state, a particular county, that what we're seeing around us is mass hysteria. It falls under fear and the loss of oneself. But now we have not just spiritual influences. We have polluted minds and bodies of, that are polluted with toxins that self, you know, the, the toxins such as, as um, the self-assembly nanotechnology that self-replicate and become transponders, radio communication devices such as Bluetooth, to be subject to AI, which is infected not just with demons but the fallen ones, sets the stage for a whole nother battle, a whole nother circumstance that we've never seen before. And it's very concerning. So the future for us is extremely concerning for all, vaxxed or unvaxxed. Whether you're on the right or whether you're on the left, whether you're an atheist, whether you're a Christian, for those who still have spiritual open doors, being influenced by unclean spirits will really have a challenge just to stay sane. See, once you start losing it, once the fear comes in and you're no longer in control, and unfortunately those who have schizophrenia, schizophrenia uh, can be absolutely tormented. The paranoia is overwhelming. 
and it's it's really heartbreaking it's 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 very hard to watch and unfortunately because they're caught into this loop and if any of you have ever done podcasts if any of you have ever set up a PA system if if you've ever done anything where sound or voice can be amplified like a PA system a public address system that if you get the microphone too close to the speaker, you get feedback. You get that annoying whine sound. It's a phenomenon that takes place. But if you have something that has a, you know, like a podcast that has a delay where the signal, you know, you, the microphone picks up the voice and it goes into the computer and then it's converted, you know, into digital and then it's sent down the Internet, and some of you that have used blog talk or some of the other media that if you have the micro the speaker open and when you say something it'll reverb and then because it picked it up it'll reverb it again and it goes whoa whoa you know kind of like yelling into a canyon hearing the echo well that's what's taking place when demons do this you're in this never-ending loop and the only thing you can do is separate the speaker and the microphone and so we have to separate ourselves from the demonic that have control of our minds. And this battle that takes place in the mind can be absolutely, um, well, many of you know exactly what I'm talking about. It's a hard road. It's a hard thing to do. And so I say all of this to basically justify what we should do and we were, my wife and I were, we like to watch movies that may potentially be something that the, the Illuminati, the Cabal, the New World Order puts in to try and tell us things. And, and I don't remember the name of the movie, but um, uh, the, the, the point of it is, is, is that there was a behavior in the end of times with, with um, uh, diseases, you know, that, you know, like the, uh, the WHO and, and the CDC coming in and trying to control everybody and, and separate. And then there were mass uh, insanity of people knowing that they were going to die. And so they pillaged and they robbed and they murdered and they did all kinds of horrible things. That I have a great concern that some of this may be electronically implemented. It's hard enough to to deal with demons and to deal with post-traumatic stress and to deal with the hurts and the wounds, but to have it electronically manipulated or even injected into our minds is a whole other animal. So there is no real clear, clear answer. There is no clear action to be taken to rectify our circumstance because they have the keys to, to the, to the, to the, uh, uh, towers, the 5G, the satellites. And so all we can do at this point is be still and know that God is God. It's important right now to repent uh, of any past sins. So I'm bringing this up. Let me, let me clarify this. I'm bringing this up because if you've got some open doors, get them closed Break the curses, get the demons cast out, get yourself right with God again through Jesus Christ because of the attacks that are going to come electronically, whether it's through due weapons to destroy us, whether they're going to cause people to be insane through 5G, through you know the electromagnetic spectrum, those that have taken the vax or, the, or those that have been polluted, and all of us have something in us now because of the chemtrails, uh, because of the foods, be, because of, of um, being around other vax people, that the infection in our bodies, that as it sets up camp within our minds and becomes a, a structure that they can control, the last thing we need is, is to have two battles going on, two battlefronts. Right, remember World War II? We had the, the the battlefront against the Germans. We had the battlefront against the Japanese. And we are in no circumstance right now 
as a nation because of what's been done to our our military the dumbing down turning people into to uh, uh sexually confused uh, perverts because that's what they are that we don't have real men running things we don't have women who are willing to stand alongside not behind but alongside the real man that's all gone and so we're not capable of handling two fronts and if you're if you've got something in you and you need to close your doors you're not capable of handling two fronts it's important right now to repent of any past sins and yes as a believer in Jesus Christ you still need to to cleanse yourself you still may be possibly operating under curse because we were told to to cleanse ourselves and to repent, to confess our sins, and that curse being broken off through repentance is a primary right now. What was the first words of John the Baptist when he emerged from the wilderness in Matthew 3, and even while still in the wilderness? Repent, for the kingdom of of heaven is at hand. What was the first word? Repent. So demons lose their legal right to torment you when you repent. Then we confess our sins, 1 John 1, 9. So nothing is hidden, Proverbs 28, 13. And finally, we rebuke the devil. It means the, the demons, right? In James 4, 7. So I'm advising everyone to clear their souls before the Big Bang. It's very important to get right with God right now. Get these things closed so the electronics, those things of psychoelectronics, those things that, uh, that are weapons against us, those who are targeted already know this. So we do not allow the demons to mentally torment us. We can't be on two fronts. We're really not even built to be on one front. Because, you know, as Scripture says, men's hearts will fail them for fear for those things coming upon the earth. Um, wow. If, if you've ever had panic attacks, if you've ever suffered from anxieties, if, if you're one who has phobias, like like the gal I mentioned that I knew years ago, you know, that was arachnophobia was huge. She would faint and fall to the ground from seeing a little tiny spider that could do nothing to her. I'm afraid that that's what's going to take place. And we will have enough trouble with what's coming in the physical. We don't need to be dealing with those things in the spiritual, especially when we can can eliminate it we can break it, we can cast it out, we can put ourselves right back with God. All right. Sorry that I didn't get to do the show on Friday. Here we are on Saturday. We've got a, a long weekend here with the holiday. I will be back on Wednesday. I've got, uh, I'm going to, again, do some things here with this three days. I have not been out uh uh, target practicing for a long time. I love shooting. I grew up around firearms. My father was a manufacturer of firearms from the 60s. And he was a staunch conservative. That's probably where I got it. And so I know that uh, we need to be prepared and need to be ready. And so through muscle memory, through practice, through understanding the things that we have as weapons in the physical, not just in the spiritual, that we need to be prepared. And so that's what we will do. All right. I hope this made sense to you. Uh, I think it did because there's a lot of you that, uh, you know, my shows, when I do this, I, I sit here and I try and think about what you need to hear. And a lot of it comes from what I wished I had heard before I went through all of the stuff that I went through. There are people out there who are very wise, who have good information. They may not necessarily be fully awake, but uh, to, to know that, um, that things are coming, 
to not operate in fear, but to to get yourself prepared and ready for what's coming means that, uh, you know, just just like as going out and target practicing and practicing of the draw, loading, unloading, chambering, unchambering. uh, If there's a potential jam to know what to do to unjam, you know, when I was in law enforcement and we went through firearm training, we had to to do our, our certifications on the range. One of the things they did was to teach us how to unjam a gun. Or if a, a bullet ended up uh, stove piping, meaning that it fired but didn't eject all the way, how do we clear our weapon? And so here we are, we need to know how to clear our weapon. And that, that is a, a, a connection with Jesus Christ. Because if your gun doesn't have bullets in it, the only thing you're going to be able to do is pistol whip someone. But if we can, if we can take an enemy out from 10, 15, 30, 100 yards, then the more protected we're going to be. Because it means we don't have to have close quarter combat. Because if you got close quarter combat, you may be up against a foe that is quite capable. There may be more than one. And the spirit realm is just like that. You got a one-two punch coming from all directions. So when the when in scripture it says stand, stand against the wiles of the enemy, stand was a command that the Roman soldiers were given that when they were outnumbered, they would go back to back, that this way nobody could come up behind them. And this is where we need to be. All right. God bless you guys. We'll see you Wednesday. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.